So in the last episode of the podcast, I talked about the fact that people rarely like to be seen as taking risks in their business. And I'm not a man to make understatements, but in this particular case, I think I've done just that. The chances are you've experienced yourself firsthand the pushback that you can get from various people. People like compliance or legal, or perhaps stakeholders so afraid to see a fall in their key performance indicators that they're terrified to change anything with any website that you work on. Then there's some stakeholders who are convinced that their boss or their colleague might hate what you've suggested, and so they put a roadblock in your way. And let's not forget the inevitable security concerns of absolutely anything we seem to try on the web. Many organizations have got a toxic culture of fear where people believe that they'll be punished for even the slightest failure and so are not willing to take risks. So how do we deal with this kind of culture and refusal to do anything that might be considered a risk? Well, you can start by repositioning your approach, your way of doing things as the safe choice. When I worked at IBM very early on in my career, it was considered such an industry leader that it was commonplace for people to say that nobody ever gets fired for buying IBM. IBM was considered the safe choice because everybody else bought IBM. As humans, we love to follow the crowd. There's safety in numbers. So if you can demonstrate that others use the approach that you're proposing, it will be considerably less risky in the eyes of your stakeholders. You can highlight one or two big players doing exactly what you're proposing doing. So, for example, I regularly reference the award-winning UK Government Digital Service. Yes, and I do refer to them as award-winning because that helps to build them up even further. People presume that big names know what they're talking about and have researched their approach. However, in my experience, that's rarely true, but it's a bias still worth leveraging. Failing that, show how others within the sector have adopted your approach. Most people are happy to follow the competition blindly. And if all else fails, reference things like best practice in digital and industry standards, implying that this is just how things are done and that your approach is widely adopted. But don't stop there. Also point out that it can be more risky not to act. I hate the phrase, slow and steady wins the race. It's a lie. Driving slowly can be as dangerous as driving fast. Organizations can be so hesitant and risk averse that they end up putting themselves in danger. This is especially true in digital where change is constant and moves at incredible speed. A failure to act out of fear of risk can often lead to companies being left behind. Many organizations focus on maintaining the status quo, but doing the same old thing doesn't work if the landscape has changed. Failure to meet customer expectations is dangerous. Falling behind the competition is dangerous. Failing to invest in your digital channels is dangerous. Ignoring accessibility is dangerous. The list goes on. You've got to point out that the cost of inaction or refusal to embrace your suggestions is dangerous. Make it more risky not to act than to act. You can also use this approach to prevent stakeholders from doing stupid things. One of my favorite sitcoms of all time is called Yes, Prime Minister. In it, two civil servants here in the UK, which are like government officials, I guess, are discussing how to change the prime minister's mind. The more senior of the two says that the best way to do so is to suggest that the prime minister's decision is courageous. 
It sounds very positive, but the subtext is that the prime minister is doing something risky. So using this approach with stakeholders, we can talk about their ideas being original, different from the competition or brave. And then we can follow up by checking that they're okay with the associated risks with it. Checking that stakeholders are okay with the various risks associated with their idea is a much gentler way of pointing out the flaws to whatever dumb idea they've come up with. Now, as a last resort, if they dig in their heels and refuse to back down, we can ask them, can you just pop it in an email and let me know that this is how you want to proceed and that you understand that I've pointed out some of the risks? And this really drives home how concerned you are, while at the same time making them acutely aware that the blame is going to fall on them if things go wrong. Of course, this is all very likely to damage the relationship, so you only want to use the email trick as an absolute last resort if there's no other way of talking them around. Look, I know how incredibly frustrating it can feel dealing with risk-averse people and companies. Still, hopefully, you can now see that it is possible to work with them. You just need to adopt a slightly different approach. And I'm conscious that some of you may feel that the approaches that I've suggested are somewhat manipulative. But ultimately, all you're doing is pointing out the risks of inaction and the hidden risks they haven't noticed in their own ideas.